you can't go back and get it. Mm-hmm. You can't go back and record something that you missed. Which is one of the reasons why as soon as the app opens, it starts recording. It's a core tenet of what it is. Mm-hmm. That's fucking ridiculous. And you said you made this already? Yeah. What are you doing with it? I don't know. You're just sitting there like nobody has it? No, nobody has it. Do you plan on selling it? Uh, I'm not done with it. I'm, I'm not I'm not done I, I, ideating on it. Okay, yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Well, and there's, there's, I mean, there's only a limited amount of time, limited amount of time I have to dedicate to these things too. It's, mm-hmm. it's always a question to me, for me, which thing do I want to be working on right now? Which time thing management, sh- dude. Which thing should I be doing? And prioritizing for sure. Which, and it's also like, which thing is going to get me where I want to be? Where you want to be? Quickest the and, quickest, and yeah. give me the most opportunity to, to mm-hmm. focus on these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Fucking wow, dude. That's a lot, bro. That, this is more than like what what like I thought I was sitting down for. Well, that's cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We're fucking only halfway through, just about. That's that's crazy, bro. Well, we did definitely get off topic that time. What, yeah, uh, yeah. Where do you wanna? Where do just you wanna a bring little bit. Um, we're we're gonna bring it back to like the second part of it, and I'm actually I'm gonna stop this and then hit record. Well, I don't have to do that actually. I forgot I'm fucking. What am I talking about? I can edit them in a separate part later. But um, the communication level of it. Yeah. So there's the, connect, there's the connections connection and then there's the, the communication. Which well, is I, fucking we, we, a large... This is going to go very... A lot of different ways. Yeah, I mean, well, I feel like we actually are... I mean, the two are inseparable. Connection mm-hmm. and communication are inseparable. And we already kind of touched the communication thing a little bit when we were talking about, you know people being annoyed about getting a phone call or you know the, the different mediums we use to, to exchange information and also for that matter when when you mentioned do, the dog doggo thing where yeah yeah the, these ideas just kind of seep into everyone's subconscious mm-hmm. so that's the thing there's there's so many different there's so many things about communication that people don't even don't even think a lot, think about a lot I mean, there's there's people who do this, like psychi- psychiatrists and psychologists. It's their job to do that. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people are more aware of it than others. But there's a lot of different types of communication. There's the the conscious communication. There's the subconscious communications that we have. Like the <clears throat> an example of subconscious communication is like when you're angry with someone and or not maybe not angry angry with someone, but you're angry. And the way that you communicate towards someone else, the fact that you're angry, even if you're trying to hide it, is still communicated. You mm-hmm. didn't even mean to communicate it. You might even be trying not to, and yeah. it still gets communicated. Absolutely. I am a repeat offender of that exact example. Yep, me too. Me too. <laughs> <coughs> it's caused quite a bit of issues for me. <coughs> and there's body language. I mean, just, just the way a person carries themselves or... or walks into a room it's communicating something sometimes it's on purpose sometimes it isn't like a person who say Sam Cunningham walking into a room I'd be willing to bet that the part of his posture part of his demeanor is intentional but a lot of it is just confidence he's a confident mm-hmm. person 
Mm-hmm. And that is communicated in just the way he moves, the way he stands, the way he walks, mm-hmm. the way he talks, the way he makes eye contact when when you when you're talking to him. He yeah. he, he looks right at you. Yeah. Then doesn't look away, doesn't flinch. Not at all. Not at all. And that's something that's that's something that's I've, I'm always very interested in is when I'm talking to someone I'm, I I make eye contact, eye direct contact. eye contact. Yeah, you do for sure. And I I I don't make any I I make a an effort not to make anyone uncomfortable with that. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be like, you, you can stare too long. But there's so much that can be communicated with just eye contact that when yeah. you're making, when yeah. you're talking to someone, you can be threatening with it. You can mm-hmm. be, you can show that you actually care about what they're talking about. You can look away to, to make it obvious to them that you don't. Yeah. Something as simple as just making eye contact during a conversation and the way, to, the way in which you do it communicates something. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oftentimes, unintentionally, with that. Eye contact is one of those unintentional things for most people. The DT and I touched on that, like, a couple weeks ago, like, about, like, another, like, mutual friend of ours that we that we know that doesn't do that well at all, and it's, like, a, a red flag that we've, like, we've noticed with them, which is, like, they just don't do it. And, like, I do it sometimes, like, the way I'm talking right now, like, I look out around the room because it's me, like, kind of, like, thinking through my thoughts, like, what I'm saying, but this person specifically, like... like we'll never I'm, lock eyes. Yeah, like, if I'm talking, you would, like, look upwards to the right all the time, like, like every fucking, like, few seconds cannot, like, really look at you and talk to you for, like, more than, more than a second or two. Would you say that that person is, a generally has a kind of nervous demeanor? Yeah. That's what that sounds. It sounds like a. Uh, I mean, I'm no psychiatrist mm-hmm. or psychologist, or which, I can't even remember which one's which. Mm-hmm. I'm neither of those things. But normally, when I've seen people that that are that way, it's they're afraid of the repercussions of having spoken their thoughts because they've gotten bad feedback for sharing their thoughts and voicing their opinions in the past. Damn. That's exactly what that is. You connected that really fucking quickly. I yo, that's crazy. And even though I've gone through that myself, it's just it's probably like a just an like a person by person thing. Like every individual is different, but I've I've kind of grown up like around that same kind of energy, like experienced that with like my family and shit. But I haven't I don't have an issue with, like with that. Like it hasn't like affected me in that way. I think, I mean, I... And that's what, what I mean, like, I think it's just based on the, the individual and how they they come out of that or how they, they um, internalize, internalize and what they do within their personality, really. Yeah, I see, I, for me, for me, I, I didn't, I didn't get along with my parents very well as, as a young person. Mm-hmm. And I was always, I was never, it was never... And there was never any restriction on me sharing my thoughts or, or communicating anything. I just most of the communications I had as a kid with my parents were not pleasant ones. It it was just, we were constantly arguing about something, or I was always in trouble for some some reason, or mm-hmm. always something. But communication was never something that was restricted. That was there was always a lot of eye contact and mean glares from my mother of course but I glared right back mm-hmm. so I've never I've never really had I've never really had a problem with just or I've never had anything to dissuade me from speaking freely yeah I got you yeah 
Um, I, I, I was like one of my sisters raised me to be outspoken the, the way that I am and that's how I've ended up this way but the whole family wasn't like that it wasn't like a, a consistent uh, theme in our, our level of communication but yeah she did what she did definitely and it gets me in trouble a lot for sure because I don't hold my tongue ever but yeah definitely yeah that's on, a, on communication mm-hmm. that's something that I have found to be brutally true you can't unsay things. Yeah. There's no taking it back. Once it's, once it's said, once that mm-hmm. concept has been communicated, you have forever changed the individual you said it to. Whether it was a positive thing or a negative thing, doesn't matter. Bro, fucking yes. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on how drunk they are. If they're really drunk, then it might not be so permanent, but... Yeah. There's some leeway there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's a risky bet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To, to hope that just because they're drunk they're not going to remember mm-hmm. yeah. I've, I've, I've been I've spent a lot of effort on choosing my words really really carefully like making sure that I even if I mean it in the moment deciding ahead of saying something nasty if I should, if I should or if, I'm, that, yeah. if I really want the result that that's going to have by me saying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same here. Because I've crushed the shit out of, of some relationships just with harsh words. Definitely. I, I agree with that. I <laughs> Definitely. <coughs> I'm the same way until I get like, I guess you could say angry or too emotionally invested in that specific moment or scenario then it's like yeah it's rough definitely like or and or if i'm yeah definitely if i'm angry or too emotionally connected or if i i'm disrespected to a certain degree that shit goes out the fucking window and i am the most disrespectful fucking person that i could be like vocally like i just no there's no the filter, even though the filter's already low, there's zero filter at that point. Uh, at that point, you were intentionally wielding your words as well. Yeah, weapon. yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and, and and a lot of times, too, not even, like, in a, such a concise... And that's the and that's the thing that's even worse about it, too, because, like, I know how to choose my vocabulary to make sure that when I am saying it, I'm saying it in such concise words, it's, like, not even... It's not hateful. It's It's almost logical the way I describe that you're trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> you, there was there is no misunderstanding that I think mm-hmm. you are nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I see. I, I something I'm I've been improving or attempting to improve about myself over the, over over the years is I had a t- I had a tendency to repeat myself a lot. And not not in just not just repeating the same thing specifically the way I said it the first time, but saying something and then saying it a different way, just like I just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like saying something, saying it again, rephrasing it. The, and the intention was to try to get the the thought across to as accurately as I could by giving as many examples as I could. But I, fi- I figured out that that annoys a lot of people, like rephrasing things constantly irritating or it can be depending on who it it is it can be but like damn i've never i haven't noticed that uh, well you said you used to so you've probably gotten better control of it but i haven't noticed that you do that at all and that that many people 
do that way in my in my like perception so far like when people do that it's because and it's usually like a, on a, like a drinking level too like they just forgot that <laughs> they, they, they that, they, said that they said it yeah but they're not rephrasing it on purpose <coughs> yeah There's so many pointless communications that people do, too. I mean, small talk is an example of it where nobody actually gives a crap about the weather. Yo, nobody dude. really wants to know what you did last weekend. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But no, we, and we I do fucking st- hate this one. Like, whenever I see people that are like, like, what you, what you been up to? What you got going on? Like, or how are you? And then a third of the way, a third of the way through explaining or answering them, they fucking you can tell that their attention span is out the window because they don't actually Their care. eyes glaze over. Yeah, they don't actually fucking care what you've been up to. It's just like a general thing to ask. Yeah. When I ask people that, I'm actually asking. Mm-hmm. And the reason, I mean, I don't, I tend to not waste time with pleasantries. Oh, just, you know, nice weather we're having today here. Yeah, me neither. <clears throat> when I ask somebody, like, hey, how's your night going? It's because I'm trying to start a conversation with them about what's on their mind. Mm-hmm. Or <clears throat> if they if they want what's on their mind, not on their mind, getting it off their mind. Yeah, right. I love that. I love that about Bradshaw's is you can walk up to somebody, actually ask them, how their night's going, and the next thing you know, you're talking about like something they're interested in, something they're working on, something yeah. they dealt with at Completely work. Completely different, yeah. Something that maybe they maybe they want help thinking through or talking through. Mm-hmm. A lot of people <laughs> probably need that question to genuinely be asked, so they can work through something in their mind. Definitely. And actually, you know how I said that I I, I bottle things up and I keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, when people ask me what's on my mind, what's what's got me looking a little sullied or frustrated, I answer that question honestly at Bradshaw's when people when people want to know because I feel like they actually care. They want to know. Mm-hmm. It's just for some reason in romantic relationships that the question is just annoying. It's like I, I hmm. don't, or don't want to or can't explain it right now or the thing I'm frustrated about, frustrated about, I would rather not tell you because you're part of it. <laughs> That makes sense, yeah. But that that speaks a large a large amount to like communication also because it's like, do you think it's different for you in romantic relationships because of the way it's being asked? It's the delivery of it versus a, a, a random or not even a random, but like somebody at Bradshaw's or in public. I think in a I think in a way it's the stakes are lower. Uh, when someone when someone's asking yeah. me as a friend or as, a, as an acquaintance even, and I I can I can give a certain level of vagueness in my answer and that's okay. I don't have to disclose everything, but I can be sufficiently vague and still still be able to talk about it and communicate about it. Mm-hmm. That's nice. But when it's when it's an interpersonal relationship, and they ask you and you tell them and you're sufficiently vague, they keep prying and keep digging. And you, you, you now have to stop what you're doing, stop what you were planning to do, and lay it all out. It's just annoying. Mm-hmm. 
Well, <clears throat> it's it's not. To me, I'm annoyed. It, it, it is. No, I get why it's not. I've been annoyed by the same thing, but, like, I also don't have that much of an issue communicating, like, my feelings or something that I'm going through if it's somebody that, that I know well enough or that I recognize is actually going to uh, receive it. Yeah, like, I'll talk about shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I don't, as like a policy, lock everything in. It's just sometimes I find myself <coughs> stressed, stressed or overwhelmed, stressed or overwhelmed. And do you ever find you ever find this happen where you're you're upset and you're not even entirely sure what about? Yeah. Like you're just, you're, yeah. A, you're not. not so it's not much. just in a funk. You're actually mad. You know you're mad about something that's legitimate. You just haven't really spent enough time thinking through why you're irritated about. It. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen as much recently. It used to a lot, but yeah. Yeah, I spend a lot. I've, I've been putting a lot of effort into trying to, when I when I recognize that I'm annoyed, or I'm I'm upset about something, like getting to the root of what it is, mm-hmm. rather than just the, there's there, there's a reasonable there's a reason why I found myself in that situation. Is I wasn't wanting to think about the thing that was irritating me or, or upsetting me. So I just kind of shove it aside in the back in the back corner of my mind and don't think about it and just keep moving on with what I'm doing, but it sits there for good until you until you address it. So I've been I've been making a, a much more active effort of every time I find that I've got one of those things sitting in the back of my mind, just go ahead and sort it out. Go ahead and figure out what it is. Why am I upset? Sometimes even taking notes, like writing something down in the notes on my phone to just to get it out of my head. And that part right there is where, like, I understand if you're in a romantic relationship and you're being asked about it while you're still trying to even process what it is yourself, that can be annoying for sure. Yeah, because you're just upset and you can't even explain it. You can't explain yourself yet. Definitely. But then that also comes down back to communication because your only reply can be at that time is, "I, I can't, I'm still processing it myself, so I'd rather you not even ask me anymore about it at the moment. And that probably can just eliminate more questions for a good bit. But then if you do that, you have to take ownership in the fact that later on you do have to come across. You said you would. You keep your said, word. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely do have to communicate later on. But that's a good way to, to stop that annoyance mm-hmm. temporarily for sure is your own communication that you don't even know what it is yet. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I like fucking. I could have used that advice myself mad long ago a few times. I'm definitely, I definitely can. I can see my improvement over the years. I that I feel like I'm actually developing into a better, more rounded person. That's good, dude. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a negative opinion of myself. And that's something that's something that's really bothersome to me when I when I see people who do, like they they don't look at themselves and and like who they who they are who they who they've become, mm-hmm. and they have no plan to do anything about that. It's like, how can you live like that? How can you how can you have a, a low opinion of yourself, a low opinion of you know your your goals your destination, and ever expect ever expect to to be better or change your opinion of yourself yeah yeah the very first thing the absolute first thing is choosing to look at who you are and be like all right i like this about me i don't like this about me but overall i like me 
Yeah. And then that gives you your roadmap for what, what to fix, what to, mm-hmm. what to do something. What your pain points are, what you need to work on and even, even what's good about you that could be better too. Yeah. For sure. Now yeah. there's the other, there's the complete opposite end of the spectrum there. There's people who think way too highly of themselves. They think that they're essentially superhuman or something. Mm-hmm. And those people, they definitely need to be knocked down a peg. For sure. For sure. <laughs> That's so true, man. Hmm. And I've, I've had my pockets where I've been like that too, I'm not going to lie, but I know that I'm wielding that on purpose in, the, in those times. It's not my genuine nature, but I, I definitely wield that confidence and, and like you could say cockiness too, like I am fucking invincible, but yeah. Because you need a little bit of that, too, at the same time. As, as long as it's not overbearing the way you just said. Like, you do need a little bit of that that own thought process about yourself. It's the same thing as far as, like you said, liking and loving yourself. It's a, it's, a, it's empowering to also feel as though, like, you're you're the shit, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying to sound like some motivational speaker, self-help guide, or whatever, when I say the, the love yourself thing. It's, it's, it's crucial to at least accept who you are and acknowledge like the, the things about your character, things about your behaviors that you don't like, that, that, that aren't your favorite, your favorite features of you. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't actually do that, if you never spend any time thinking about that, then where are you going? You're basically static. You're frozen in time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to, it's going to 20 years are going to pass and you're going to be the same unhappy self-loathing person that you are the only the only thing that would ever change that is you choosing just a simple choice to look in yeah and so many people just don't know that and i've found that even though like they like they do know they do know and they just don't they choose not to well they've they've heard it before i'm sure Mm -hmm. everybody sees it as like love yourself blah 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 like everyone's heard the phrase but Mm -hmm. nobody not nobody's uh, a, a bunch of, of people, a lot of people, spend no time thinking about what that is. Thinking about what it means, actually, and trying to understand it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I I went through a good amount of time in my 20s where I did not love myself at all, so I know exactly what we're talking about. I'm so glad I'm out of that and, and have evolved into a better version of myself, because now I definitely do. But the, <coughs> the years I was spending where I didn't, it made so much sense why I was going through the things I was going through in life because I just, it was, it was the core. It was me. You weren't doing anything to address the problem. Yeah, exactly. Like definitely. But of course, since, since being better behind that thinking and loving myself and being super self-aware and not even to like throw any like dirt on her name or anything, but, and being out of the relationship that I was in because that was very, that was very wearing and tearing me down in the way I perceived myself based on how she treated and what she would say to me. But since that and like my own, like just growing out of it, like the, the, my surroundings and the relationships I'm growing with people and the success that I'm seeing in just work and off the job has grown so much because of that, like the, those two things, like for sure you got to. Well, Back in, back at communication there. I mean, if you if you don't 
you don't have a grasp of who you are and, and what it is, where it is you're going, what it is you're wanting, that can be a serious blocker in communicating with other people. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the moment you realize you have ideals, you have goals, you have something that you're actively doing something daily to, to get toward, you realize you realize it's easy to see the people who who are like you at that point that, mm-hmm. that have that have that drive and then it's super easy to spot the ones that don't they don't yeah yeah for sure because once you've realized once you've realized that about yourself it's easy to see it in other people and then those are the, the people that are doing the people that are on the path forward mm-hmm. are the people that you want to talk to yeah definitely and it's there's nothing wrong of course with you know reaching out a hand to the people that don't know that Mm-hmm. In the hopes that maybe they maybe that maybe that's something that can <coughs> that help you can them. get their wheels turning, <coughs> for sure. Yeah. So I've spent a lot of time talking. You wanna you wanna add something here? What do you, what are your thoughts on it? Which part? Just the, the thing the thing about communication that you've you've spotted or or think is noteworthy. Um, we haven't touched on people's listening skills about it. The most important about like part of communication, listening skills, and uh, we did a little bit as far as like the yeah. surface level conversations or questions and then not not hearing the response really, but <coughs> just listening. <coughs> yeah. Being <coughs> open to receiving communication. Yeah, like, yeah, like, just fucking, and here's, like, a perfect example that just happened, like, it was last night, actually, with, like, a friend of mine, and, like, it was, like, it was, like, four of us, three of us were specifically trying to express our care for the, um, the things that, like, this one dude has been doing, the choices he's been making, and how, how kind of like irresponsible he's been moving behind having fun and and drinking and going out and things like that but he wasn't listening to it because he he's chose and he's been choosing for a long time just specifically not to listen to our opinions about it but it's like that just it goes back to to like the it's it's a choice versus versus actually being able to listen it's a choice first is is he's making the wrong choice not to even listen but just like completely shut it down like he was like specifically was like it's not it's not our issue or nobody's asking to make it our issue to be worried about that or concerned and we were just like like it's not that you're asking about it or it's our responsibility we just care about you yeah. but with not hearing it at all at all hmm. but like yeah listening is a, is a huge part of it well there's there's something there's something in there I think where I wonder if there's I wonder if when it comes to when it comes to situations like that, if there's something that could be said, like for any given yeah. moment, some magic phrase that would mm-hmm. actually like, get him to turn and look. Yeah, and not something mean, not something. No, not but something at all. that would be like that would stir a thought, mm-hmm. and at least open the doorway for the conversation to really get across what you're trying to. Yeah, to happen. It's difficult, and it was wild for me to find it difficult because usually I'm the kind of person I can find that that statement, and there was not a single thing that I said last night that got across, and I was like, wow, like you're just so deep in in the hole of whatever's going on in your mind that you're just you not receiving this at all. 
So, sometimes things like that are, are actually just a time, the amount of time it takes for, for a person to process the thoughts, to, mm-hmm. to think, might have gotten it later for that on. Or even identify what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You might have gotten it later on or like the next day at work or something like that or next week maybe, yeah. I mean, if he was act, if he was actually sitting there hearing hearing those things being said, he most likely, most likely he spent some time thinking about them. Yeah, hopefully. They were yeah. heard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know. I'm ready for a smoke break. Okay. <laughs> she needs to use the restroom. Oh, she does, yeah. Yeah. That's what that, that stance is right there? Yeah, when she won't stop pestering me. <laughs> She's like, excuse me, I need something. You were, like, asking me, like, towards the end of the other night that we were chilling here, mm-hmm. like, right before I left, like, some really good questions about, like, like your kids and shit like that. My understanding of the kinds of questions that you were asking me aligns with what we were talking about because I just feel like it's things that, it's, I think it's a communication thing. I think it's things that you need to learn how to communicate. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, some, something that's weird. I mean, I, I have three kids. All three of them think so differently. Like the the their thought process, their approach to things that they don't know or something that they want, something they're trying to understand, they come at it from three entirely different angles. And it's Damn. That's it's I've never really thought about that like that, yeah. Odd. I I I'm sure it's not just my kids. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you who see. Has as a, a few kids, yeah. You see it. I, I feel like it's something that all parents realize. Is like, all right, this one right here thinks thinks about things and receives things this way. This one right here responds emotionally in something this way, mm-hmm. and that's a really difficult communication balancing act, especially when you have common a common outcome you want each of them to have. Yeah, for sure. Like you're trying to get you're trying to instill the same value in three different three different people. You're playing three different chess games. You're having to play it three different ways. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, I definitely understand a little bit more why it's harder to... Because, yeah. I can speak to, and I, I seem to coach, like, fairly well, like, parenting-wise, but I think that that only comes to a, a cap at, like, I would do well with everything I know and can talk about with one with one kid, but I would find the same struggles probably once I got past like two or three. Yeah. Also, because yeah, you're different, completely different individuals. That's so interesting to me, man. Like I just like everything about being a parent is just like has always been fire to me, and I'm like finding more things like that that I appreciate now as an adult. Like that exact thing of just like damn, like that's gonna be. Like, I look forward to going through that. Yeah. Even though it's going to be challenging as fuck, but at least I know that it's coming and it's going to be challenging, but, like, just to figure out what each of their mindsets are going to be like. And there's there's, there's another thing there with the... with when I'm dealing with my kids that, that frustrates me. You, you, never, you never really notice... You don't really spend a lot of time thinking about how little about the world they actually know. So when you see them do something stupid, or <laughs> you think they're playing dumb, or whatever, 
I mean, the way I the way I am with my kids, I talk to them like they're people. I treat them with respect. I, mm-hmm. I if they have a question, I give them as good as good of an explanation of, of the answer to them as I can manage, right. just to get them just to just to make sure that their question is answered. But I forget so often how little they know, mm-hmm. and when when they do when they do dumb things, I'm just like, why would you do that? Why did that make any sense in your head? And I'm like, oh. Okay, yeah. Okay, you've you've not actually seen that play out the 25 times I've seen it play out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great, dude. So, I mean, like, so, how old are they all again? 14, uh, 14, 12, and 11. And the two, two youngest are about to be 13 and 12. So they're all, like, super close in age, actually. Mm-hmm. That's like. So your second marriage was really close after the first one. Yeah, I was married. I was married the first time for a little under a year. Like it was, it was a really, really short marriage. Thankfully. God, she's awful. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, second marriage was. A little over, uh, I met her, not married her, but met her a little over a year later. And after the, after I was divorced. Yeah. And we dated for probably about eight months. And like a dumbass, I proposed again. <laughs> like, it, this came up in my mind earlier. Like, what is it? And it's not even just you. I hear this. A lot of people go through this. A few times, and I'm like, I have such a disconnect of understanding what's two things, like three things. What's so important about that process and the label and the the, the whole thing about it? What is it that you want out of it, ultimately? And you answer those two so far. I find more often than not that 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 label that uh that label that status that ideal is more more appealing to women they're more Absolutely. they're more interested in it than the men are mm-hmm. <clears throat> not to say that men they're not to say that there aren't men that want to be want to be married want to yeah. get married mm-hmm. but most of the time that fairy tale wedding is something that the women are after and apply pressure to achieve Right. So it's not even so much so that you were, it's something that you like, you were, uh, you were after or really like pushing. You was just, you were more on the receiving end of like. Not even, no, not just that. Yeah. See, I, at the time, it was what I did want. I did want to, to have a functional family of my own. Mm -hmm. Like feel like it was a assembled family unit. Like essentially start my own team, you know? And it just, it, it fizzled out so miserably the first time. And then the second time when it happened again, I'm just like, I'm not sure I actually want this. This, the character flaws I mentioned of mine before definitely played a much larger role in the failures of those relationships. Mm -hmm. But even still, (laughs) character flaws aside, they were pretty not, they were pretty uncomfortable relationships anyways. Yeah. And I, 
I don't know if I don't know if I'll ever get married again. I don't know if I, I would ever even try to actively seek out that. Because really, all I want is all I want from a from a you know relationship like a romantic relationship is that just unlosable, undying companionship. Just that that person that person that's in your corner that you can be in their corner. And, yeah, for sure. And it does, that's the the, the, la- the label doesn't fucking matter. That's at all. the shit right there, definitely. Yeah, and that that was like that was gonna be my third thing that I was gonna ask, and what I don't understand about is like when is the what becomes the stopping point for people who have experienced what you have and other people who've gotten divorced a few times? Where is the cutoff for you guys as far as like I'm not fucking doing this again? Uh, I gotta say, and not just my past or not just the two marriages but pretty much every relationship there's a, there's just that there's that one point where you're just fed up and you've had enough I, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure my point the first time the first marriage was I just I said this before and I mean it and I and I'm, I know I'm on the record saying this she was the dumbest human being I have ever met to this day in my life and I'm not saying this at all, out of any kind of spite. I know. That's, I mean it. I know people with, and it's like with you're severe not even mental, mental special needs that have a higher intellect than her. And that's really saying something. The only thing that makes it funny is how serious you actually mean it. and how Because you're not saying it to be funny at all, but that's what makes it so fucking cold. <laughs> like, oh my God. And I, I, I just finally, I, I finally just got so fed up with just the level of dumb, like it was so but my, unbearable. My unbearable. Th- my thing with that is like I thought about this earlier, and I didn't want to ask this because like, no offense at all, Jeff, but like, you had to have have recognized that mad early. So why even, why even go the eight months and then go the further step of of starting that family and marrying her? Because like you had to, you you're a smart ass man. So you had to know by, like, date number two, damn, this bitch dumb as hell. Like, what the fuck is going on? No, like, no offense, sorry to call her a bitch, but, like, what, you know what I mean? Mm, like, no, I mean, hey, I, I, I certainly will be not not stepping up to defend anything <laughs> about this person. I've got, it's come to the point that I, I care so little about her well-being that she could be on fire. And you've probably heard people say that she'd be on fire and I would not even piss on her to put it out. <laughs> I understand completely, man. I really do. But like, yeah, like what you had to have no, you know, you had to have noticed this early on. Like, what? Young, horny, dumb, blind love, or what I thought was. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that like that that, that it, just it desire that desire to be in a. In it a impairs your judgment. It impairs your judgment for sure in those early stages where you see the red flags, but you. Ignore them, ignore them because of those things that you just said for sure. Like ah, that's something. And that's yeah, that's another thing about it is the, the red flags. When you're when you're not actually thinking, when you're thinking about everything wrong. In a relationship, you you look at someone's red flags or problems and you think, oh, that's something they can change over time. That's something they can go away. That's something I can, I can talk to them about and get them to change about themselves. I am so that thinker, that person, dude, for sure. But you know, as time goes on, the more and more relationships you're in, you recognize, you realize you cannot change a damn thing about somebody. Mm-mm. 
and you and you and you shouldn't try because every you're gonna you're gonna be faced with the hostile reaction when you do. Yes, for sure, for sure. Or even when you do come across somebody who who does, and like myself, I, I've I've tried to adapt. Everybody tries to adapt to the, the change that they are they're being communicated needs to be made about themselves in a relationship. But like, like even still, it's still like the same. It's the same. It's the same result. It's just a longer route to getting to to like recognizing what you should have recognized in the first place. To just not even try at all or change yourself at all. But I'm a fucking repeat offender of that. I've done that so many times, and then do it over and over and over again. But I've I've learned my lesson for sure now, definitely. Like like that's the 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 theme of this week, I guess. Like unapologetically myself, I am going forth with that with all strength for the rest of my relationships. Yeah. You don't fuck with me the way I am, and in the potential that you see I'm growing to be, or don't have the the vision to see it, then and we shouldn't date. We should not. We you know don't even continue. Yeah, my second marriage was was very very different than the first. She was not dumb in any sense of the word. In fact, she was irritatingly intelligent and still made really dumb choices. But with her, I mean, she was fun. Like a lot of fun. Like I don't mean just sexually. Sexually sexually yes, but not just that. Like, just in life, like fun to do shit with. We just randomly decide to go do something and it was a blast. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd be just, we'd be, you know, walking down the sidewalk or something, be like, you want to drive to the mountains? Sure, let's do it. Hop in the car and just fucking drive to the mountains. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go to the beach. When? Now. Okay. <laughs> That's fire, dude. Like, it was, and it was always like that. It was just like, hey, let's do, let's do some such and such. Sure. She was always down. But I feel like that, that's, that was a large <laughs> issue. Like, there was that, that jaded... You guys actually figuring out if you actually would work because you were in, you were enjoying that side of it so much. So you were actually looking at so the much science of it and where things would go based on who you were. As yeah, people. we were always going somewhere, and always just, doing something. Always, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the 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 problems started showing up when we would sit still when we found ourselves at home and in the quiet. Because she, it's not that not either of us would be like antsy wanting to do something. It was. Her habits were infuriating. Like we're talking, we're talking like this. This one would make a bowl of cereal, eat the cereal, set the bowl with the milk still in it down beside the couch, and then leave it there for a week. It's like, yo, I just cannot fucking deal with that kind of shit at all. It's filth. It's like, yo, you don't understand. Like, and I, I still like, and you, I guess you've done it too. Like you put up with it for mad long as long as you can. You you ignore it. You you either ignore it, or you communicate how you feel about it, and or make the mistake of trying to change them from doing that. And all three of them go nowhere and are all like pretty much mistakes. Yeah, and another thing she would another thing that was like a serious, which is ultimately what killed the relationship. She had a hair trigger temper. If something, if she got pissed off, it happened in a fucking heartbeat. And you would just mm-hmm. see, you would just see the the light in her eyes go out. Yo, for you sure. You would see it, and you would know. Ah, oh, it's fuck. no in between, just from here to here. And then once they get there, oh, then she was spiteful, and they're just like fucking straight up dirty for no reason. Like, why are you so fucking evil, bitch? Like, what the fuck? 
God damn. So, and then there's, Yo, there's, there's, I'm a, over it. there's another level here. So spiteful, but then she had like abandonment issues to where like she would be just spiteful and awful and mean. And if I had the nerve to get up and leave, like get in my car, just drive somewhere, just shoot a fucking bar, go somewhere to get away, she would flip out because she thought I was not coming back. And it's like, you got, you've got to realize you are making me never, ever want to see you again. Yeah, for sure. I think it. I think at one point she. At one point she smashed my laptop over my head, because I was. I refused to engage. I refused to, to talk to her. Like she's screaming at me, and I'm just ignoring the ever loving hell out of her. And she got so fucking fed up. She slammed my laptop shut and bashed me over the head with it hard. Fuck, that's ridiculous. I mean, it just it, it the the intensity and frequency of these fights just got to a break, uh. a breaking point. I couldn't put up with it anymore, and I finally said, "I'm I'm out. I can't do this." And I left. I got I I grabbed I gathered up my stuff while she wasn't home one day, and I put all my stuff in my car and I left. <coughs> we were married for five years, and it was just it it had gotten to the point where I I actually thought about it. And then I decided I'm going to leave tomorrow. And then I did. Yeah, especially if you have that moment of clarity where you're literally thinking it through without any kind of emotion attached and you're not angry in the moment, then yeah, that's probably a, a good decision to make. Yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't leave out of anger. I left out of, I can't do, I, I hate this. Mm-hmm. This is awful. That is ridiculous though, for sure. At least I, I never got hit with things. Oh, I, that's not the worst thing I got hit with. She, I hit, just me with like, a, she hit me with an aluminum baseball bat one time. Fucking Went into her son's room, grabbed the baseball bat, and bing! Right across the head. That shit hurt. Fuck. <clears throat> I bet. Oh my god, man. Yo, that's crazy. That's way... That's like... Definitely a level worse than what I've experienced for sure. Because at least it was just like hands and teeth, like at the most. But like, if you fucking, that's just so crazy. She didn't knock me out, but it it was a it little hurt. a little more oomph would have. God, man. I mean, I, I was definitely. Let's put it this way: I was definitely rattled. <laughs> I fucking bet, man. Oh my god, dude, that 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 would send me maybe over the edge a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I also very much don't like being hit in the head. Like I've I've like learned that. I really don't think many people do. No, you're right. I mean, there's these people who choose to get hit in the head as a profession, like UFC fighters. Like but... you're right. Like a generally from a general standpoint, like who wouldn't like to? But it specifically triggers me. Way worse than if you hit me anywhere else in my body. Like, it's just, like, not okay. Yeah. Not okay. So that that would really definitely probably push me over there. That's this uncalled... Both of those situations. Both, like, why? Why? <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. But, yeah, that... That would be the... That was the only... That was the only time I've been in a relationship where there was any kind of physical abuse at all. And I... I watched out for any red flags of that with anybody else I ever talked to after that. 
to make sure that I never found myself in a position like that again. Yeah. And I've been <clears throat> fortunately and happily managed to avoid that. The, yo, it's like, yeah, but at the same time, you can come across a person who just, for a very long time, seems like they would never be like that. So you just don't even, it's not even like you, you have the opportunity to observe the red flags because it's not even yeah. fathomable. And then a, some, a fucking, a switch somewhere just turns and then, then they're like that. And then it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, where, where did we, where did we cross in the territory where you think this is acceptable? <laughs> Yo, for sure. Like what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I've got a very strict policy of not, never, ever laying hands in a, in a relationship. I, I don't, I don't do it. I never, I never take things physical. Same here. Same here. And that, and, that, and that means in several different ways. Like, never will I ever stand behind someone's car or try to block them from walking through a door, restrain them in any way. Like, that's something she did to me all the time. One time she almost got arrested. She, she stood behind my car and refused to let me leave. And I, because I, I just fucking had it, I put the car into reverse and I very slowly like removed my foot from the brake pedal to let it idle backwards. And she's like holding on to the back of the car. I don't know what the hell she thinks she was doing. I mean, it's like a 2,000 pound chunk of metal. How are you going to hold this back? But she just kept holding on, holding on, holding on. I'm watching her closely in the rearview mirror because I'm not trying to hurt her. Mm -hmm. I just figured I was going to just slowly pull it back until I managed to get out of the driveway. Well, she like plants her feet and then suddenly she slips and she falls. And I... Stamp the brakes immediately because I'm not trying to run her over. I'm not trying to hurt her. Mm -hmm. Well, she gets up and she's scuffed up on the gravel and stuff, and she's sniffling and looks like she's about to looks like she's about to break down crying. And she's like, "I'm calling the police." I'm like, okay, well, I'm calling the police too. So I called the police. And said she won't let me leave. The police get there, and they see that she's scuffed up on her arms, and they they separate us and they ask us what happened, and I I tell them what what I did. Yes, I did, but put my car in reverse and slowly start backing up. I was explained it just like I did to you, where I, I said I was being as careful as I could to make sure that she did not get hurt, but I was trying to leave. And then she told her, her version of it, however the way she did, and they brought us back together, and they said, so you stood behind his car to, to block him from leaving? She goes, yes. The officer reaches behind him to take out his cuffs, and he says, ma'am, you have the right to remain silent, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what, what are you doing? And he's like, well, this is that's called felonious entrapment. To stand behind someone's car to prevent them from leaving is a felony. What the fuck? And, yeah, because you're, you're, you're forcing them into a situation where they have to commit bodily harm to you. In order, for in order you to, to be able to leave. leave. So yeah. it's called felonious entrapment. Well, I look at the officer and I'm like, excuse, whoa, excuse me. So can, can we talk? Can, can you and I talk for just a second? And I, I just, I didn't want her to go to jail. I didn't want her to, I didn't want it to get to that level where she's in legal trouble over something stupid like that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> stupid. It's not stupid. It was really not good that she did that, but it, I didn't, I didn't want it to go to that level. Yeah, yeah, so it's I, unnecessary. I, I asked the officer if we could talk for a minute. He stepped aside with me and I pleaded with him like, look, please don't, please don't arrest her. I mean, I, I don't want to press any charges. I understand that you can still as, you know, state versus her, but please don't. That I just want to get in my car and leave. I don't want all of this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to go to court. I don't want her to go to jail. I don't want to go to. I don't want any of this. Can I just go? Can you please 
keep her, keep her there so I can. He goes, all right, all right. And I said, bye, got in the car, drove off. That's so ridiculous, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm so surprised that for the last experience that I had that like police never got involved, however the fuck. And it, I, there's one piece that I do know though, of why that is, is because based on the bo- the way that we both lived our lives, we both respected the fact that it would be very dumb of us. And it just was like also a respect thing to not make that phone call because of the, the consequences that would go further past even whatever the fuck that we were both like going, like going through. So yeah, it's kind it, of- it, 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 it. It starts the ball rolling. It's it just a whole kinda, thing. Yeah, happens. yeah, yeah, for sure. So it just never got to that, thankfully. And or people who would observe around or experience what we were going through had the same respect. Like, that's just not a line that you cross. But I'm still surprised at some points that neighbors didn't. That's the that's the part that was weird for me. That I was like, damn, all this time with all of this going on in, in different places, and in both of these places, like, the neighbors still didn't cross that, that line either to do that. So that was, like, very odd, but... Yeah, like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Because you're, and it, it's like, I'm so thankful for that because in my scenario, the way that I look and the way that a lot of those situations went down, I would have for sure been the fucking loser no matter what actually occurred. Yeah. more. That's the thing. When the cops showed up, I was like, Ah, fuck. hell. Yeah, exactly. Like, here we go. Yeah. And then the, the fucking script flipped fast. And I was yeah. like, Holy she would have been overjoyed for me to go to jail. She would have been thrilled. And that's the wild part. She would have let that shit ride, dog. For sure. She would She would not have done what you did. And be like, can I talk to you for a second? God, that's the that's the most impactful part of that, that story. Like, she for sure would have let you go to jail. Definitely. God, dude, that's so stupid. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm out. I'm out of both both of those. Both of those relationships, and I, and once once those ended, I not once did I look back and think, man, I missed that. There was there was none. It was it was gone. The desire to be in those relationships was over. Yeah, I've had relationships like I've had relationships in that I've looked back on, things since, that I've been like, you know, I missed I missed them. Mm-hmm. Like good memories. For instance, uh, the woman I moved in here with, this house. All the time. I mean, she's actually still a coworker of mine. All the time, I, I'm, I, I see something that reminds me of her, and I'm like, she was a good person. It just didn't work out between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the. Uh, I can't say I'm I'm the same here because I'm just like, not even that you're not. But I'm just such a good-hearted person at my core. And especially for the fact that, like, some of these situations weren't like this the whole entire time. There's, like, a good half and a bad half. And it's the good half that keeps me having any kind of, like, missing that thought. Not any kind of attachment or wanting it back at all. Like, that part completely cut off for sure. But there, there is still those moments because there was the good half. You still appreciate the good half. Like, I, at least I do. Yeah. And it's hard not to miss that, for sure. Because you're still human. 
Well, with, with the with the relationship, the last one I was saying where I look I look back and think about think about her occasionally or see something that reminds me of it's just a it's a happy memory. The thing that ultimately killed our relationship was was I'm sure it killed, I'm sure it ended a lot of relationships was the whole pandemic thing the 2020 pandemic because I don't know about you I'm an extrovert I I love going out I love being I love going places I hate being cooped up in the house mm-hmm. I I work from home so I'm sitting behind a computer screen for hours on end and then when I'm done with my work I don't want to be here anymore I that makes a lot of sense. Out. Yeah. Well, when we first started dating, we would go out and do all kinds of fun stuff. We had like a, a good, solid group of mutual friends. We had, you know, places we liked to regularly hang out. Like we'd go to Common Market up in Plaza Midwood and South End all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we were getting like hammered drunk all the time. We, would just, we just liked to go out. Yeah, it was yeah. just fun. It was something we, we both enjoyed together. And then the pandemic thing and the lockdown... Suddenly we're cooped up. <laughs> this is like a, a was, common story for a lot of like couples at that time, I'm pretty sure. And there was only so many things we could do to, to occupy our time, and we just got fucking bored. Mm-hmm. And grumpy. And then therefore hateful. <laughs> and when the when the lockdown started ending, like it started the started lightening up, like the restrictions started loosening up and we were able to go out more often. She was on the, the, the side of things where she was obedient, wore the mask, you know, social distanced, you know, still stayed in because it was her opinion that, you know, the, the, the virus is, you know, the virus spread is because of, you know, people not following the restrictions. Yeah. And I am, I did not, not I did not believe that for one fucking moment. No, me neither. I refused to wear a mask. I <laughs> was refused here. To so where you were not getting it for sure, definitely. And I got in arguments with people over. People would be like, "You have to wear a mask, sir," and I'd be like, "No." Yeah, that's it. Just no. <laughs> Nothing else. So I mean, then, just then, no. Then it became so. Then our the things we got in spats about were political at that point. It's like she's on the Democrat side. The you know. Because I mean that was a, that was a big trait of the, the Democrat yeah. Democratic Party was it's that like, they're Jesus. all about these masks, all about the social distancing, the, the the getting the vaccine. She wanted me to get that vaccine, and I'm like, hell no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. I have no idea what's in that shit. You don't either. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I I got COVID. I did. I got it twice, mm-hmm. and I recovered from it. Turns out later on they. It's been they they posted the results of a study showing that natural the natural immunity gain the acquired immunity from having got COVID is more effective and longer lasting than getting a vaccine. That's very fucking unfortunate because I got that shit, man, and I, I did just, not want to. I just, I refused. I, and there were, there were I several things, there were several time. places I wasn't allowed to go. There were things I wasn't allowed to do because I, I fucking refused. I didn't have a little card to prove that I was vaccinated and I, I wouldn't and get that's it. exactly why it is that I fucking did. I was supposed to be like going on this trip that ended up falling through. And I fucking got it because of that, because I needed to travel. And fucking hate that so much this day, because I did not want that shit at all. Well, see, I, that's the thing. I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't refusing just out of stubbornness or obstinance. I didn't trust it. I, I mean, neither. And no, I it really wasn't did. just to be a fucking asshole. Like, I just literally was like, no, like, that doesn't make sense. I'm just of the, I'm just it, of the mindset, I will not do something 
that I don't want to do. You can't you can't force me. You can try. You can. The only way you're getting that vaccine in, in me is if you have five guys hold me down. They better be fucking strong. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only way you're gonna do it. Fuck <clears throat> man. And and I'm telling you, I'm going to come 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 out swinging if I get my arm loose. That shit's <laughs> just like, yeah, man. I I hate that I did that for sure. But hey, man, I I'm still alive, so that's cool. I was very fucking scared when I went through that, though. Like Jesus, and it shouldn't be that way. Like if it's something that's supposed to be good for you, and you like, it's it's supposed to prevent you from getting sick, like. I, I can't even imagine how many people did feel good about going to get the vaccine and felt safe. If, if it, and like, actually, fuck it. Like, I don't, I'll say this. Like, if you did feel comfortable about that shit going into that, you're weird as fuck because why would you? Yeah. I had nothing but fear going to get Everybody that vaccine. that was like so fast-tracked. Nothing but fear risky. and fear afterwards getting in. I was just like, damn, dude, am I, what's going to happen now? Yeah, what did this just do to my body? Yeah, for real, man. I, I don't, I don't, I still don't appreciate it at all because... It's something that's still so recent for us that we don't know that it may be long-term effects that we don't recognize is going to come from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's still a fucking thing to, like, be concerned about. Oh, yeah, I mean, so back to the relationship, that the the, the stressors of that, like, all of, and then the, the arguments and fights around the, the vaccine, the masks, uh, the social distancing, the, you know, going out as little as possible. We constantly were just arguing about all of that, and she and throughout the pandemic, she, she got to a point where she became a homebody. She didn't want to go out anymore. Mm-hmm. I even even after the restrictions really started loosening up, and I'd ask her if she wanted to come out and do something with me. She didn't want to, and it just died. The relationship it came it came to a point where we were we both just said we should stop dating. And we agreed. This this is one of the reasons why I think it was one of the most one of the most positive relationships I've ever had, and probably will have. We agreed that neither of us was going to try to kick the other out. We weren't going to, you know, there was not going to be any kind of an urgent timeline on moving or, mm-hmm. or going our separate ways. That this we were not going to let this affect work because we were still coworkers. None of these arguments, none of this hostility is going to have anything to do with work. And we lived together for almost an entire year, no longer dating. Wow. Until she moved to Florida. And Fucking wow. We managed, to, we managed to turn it from a dating relationship to a... I mean, there was a period of time there was a little bit of hostility and a little bit of, you know, just general aggravation with the other. But we managed to be kind to each other and then now we're friends that's wonderful that's good like it was not easy it was and i bet it wasn't but like fucking <clears throat> yeah i like i almost want to say that i wish i could have done that and had whatever it took to do that because that seems like it's really nice for sure if you could pull that off we both and just you... decided we had respect for each other and that we, we both each deserved respect that's the biggest part about that then because now I fully understand why that wasn't capable for me because respect went out the window in my situation way long ago. It was no getting it back at all and it was a, a large foundation of why things went the way that they did. And so yeah, that makes sense. And don't get me wrong, there were still there were still those days where I'd I'd do something or I'd come in late or something and she'd be annoyed by it. And there would be just the nitpicky spats. 
but we just never we never let those grow into a, a problem. We resolve them. There, and there was there was also a, a lot of a lot of cases where I I'll have done something that irritated her, and she'll she'll be like, "Hey, can we step outside and talk for just a minute?" We'd step outside and talk. She'd say, "I really don't appreciate blah 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 blah." I would appreciate it if you'd be a little more considerate, and I'd be like, "You know what? You're right. I I could have been more considerate there, and I I didn't. I'll I'll work to improve that." And then I did. I had to follow follow up and commit. I I committed to it, and then I kept my word. Yeah, <clears throat> excellent communication that was having. You can knock it really. Then there were a couple of couple of occasions where she didn't want me to have people over, like my friends over to the house, and she wanted to step outside and talk about it. And on that one, I was like, "No, I, I, I understand what you I understand what you're frustrated about. I understand how you feel about it. I can be quiet. We can be quieter. We can try to try to be a little less disturbing. But no, I'm going to have friends over, and that's okay. I pay the bills here too. So, I, I, I hear you. I understand what you want, but." No can do. That makes that makes that's fair to me. Wasn't happy about it, but I was right. So <laughs> no pushback. That's fucking great. <laughs> that was that's something that I think was an interesting mark on our relationship. Neither of us were ever petty. We didn't we didn't do things to piss the other off. Ever. That's good. I'm not really a petty person though. I don't give any any kind of energy towards that. I just don't see. There's no. And no offense to anybody that is, but like I'm not really sure how many people that are are winning and or winning long term. Yeah, is that getting you what you want? You know what I mean? Like you're. What are you? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Really? <laughs> again, fucking weirdos. Like I just. I don't know. No offense again. Like because I know like. I have some friends, like, I have one specific friend I'm thinking about that, like, he is super petty, but it goes so well with his personality, and he owns himself, and it's just, like, it's whatever, like, cool, he owns that, but fucking, I'm just like, damn, like, it's unnecessary at the same time, it's whatever. Like, you're just making your life harder sometimes. <laughs> like, what do you think, what do you think's gonna happen? I mean, you're gonna get a reaction, you're gonna get the reaction you're trying to get. Do you really want it? <laughs> yeah, like what's what's the what's the value in it? Really? Like what is, what are you getting out of it? I don't know, not my thing at all. Yeah, I, t I tend to, I tend to try to not do things that make my life harder. <laughs> I still do by accident sometimes, but I don't I don't do it yeah. on purpose. I don't do it on do them on purpose, and yeah. I try to avoid them. Makes sense for sure. I've gotten a little bit better with that. I'm still a dumbass for the most part sometimes. But you know. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> it's like me too. I, I, I certainly, certainly have my flaws. <laughs> but at least we know them, though we own them. Man. And some of my flaws, I even procrastinate on trying to fix. But yeah, I feel I feel like I'm generally moving in the right direction. That's good, man. Same here. That's a good thing to feel about yourself and where you're at. Like otherwise, you're you're what you're like what we were talking about earlier. Like and the other people are just like not and just static. Sta yeah, stagnant. Yeah, just like stagnant. Yeah, mm -hmm. better word. 
just like not doing anything about what they they don't like about themselves. Hmm. You read a lot of books. Honestly, most of the most of the reading I do is like technical documentation. Uh, it's almost all just like learning, reading scientific papers, like reading uh, reading articles on you know how things work, or new technologies or algorithms or something like that. I'm I'm always I feel I'm that. almost always like consuming, trying to consume knowledge. Yeah. Within the, within the thing that you you have a passion behind for sure. Yeah, like a I, lot I, of the I, shit that you read, I probably would read and have no idea what the fuck I'm looking at. I re- most of the stuff I read, I read it. I read for the information, not not for the story. I don't read yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Same here, man. The, like, it's not it's not within the shit that you do at all. But I'm not like, and I have had my times. Like, don't get me fucked up. Like, I'm a I'm a huge Twilight fan. I read the fuck out of the Twilight books. Oh, I read them. You know what I mean? Great. Like, great. Shit, I lived in Port Angeles. What? Yeah, the, I lived, lived in Port Angeles for like two years. Where is that? It's the you know Port uh, Forks. Yeah, yeah. It's the like, it's the city they it's the city they went to to get their prom dresses and stuff. Port that, Angeles. That's crazy. Oh yeah, but wh- where is that though? Like, what's the state? It's Washington State. That's right. It's, yeah. It's uh, west of west of Seattle. Hmm. That place was beautiful. Like you could uh, you could go and step outside of your front door, and just stand in the middle of the road. You look one direction. And you can see across this like crystal blue water, the ocean directly across the ocean to Victoria, Canada. So like you're seeing, you're looking at another country across the water. That's. And then you're standing in the exact same spot. You turn around, and behind you you have this like picturesque snow-capped Olympic Mountains right behind you. Yo, wow! That's like that contrast is so stupid. Jesus. Yeah, that's a crazy view, especially if you can see the other country. Like, what the fuck? So cool. Like what? And like the clouds, like, are so low hanging. It almost looks like you can just reach up and touch them, and they're like always. I mean, it's kind of a gloomy city, but I mean, it's just so beautiful. Everything's pretty. Hmm. And like the beaches out there are like this black gravel. It's it's not sand like what we have over here. Yeah. It's like black gravel. And, you know, over, over here, I like going to the beach, and one of my favorite things to do is, like, find shark's teeth and seashells and stuff. Mm-hmm. Over there, one of the big things that people like to do is find sea glass. And it's little pieces of glass that have somehow found their way into the ocean. And they get, like, tumbled around, and, you know, they end up, like, smooth little colorful pebbles. And you can just go along the beach and, like, find pieces of sea glass. That's like like almost like marbles, kind of, but glass. Kinda. That's fucking. That's fucking. That's fire, dude. Was, yeah, I just. It was such a great, such a great place. I love that city. That's that's one of those things that like, if it if it wasn't you, I can't imagine who the fuck I would ever meet that's like lived there before, and would it, it be able to tell me that experience? Like that's that's crazy, bro. Holy shit, I would never think about visiting a place like that. It but now is. that you told me that, like, it seems like it'd be a fucking a great place to visit, though. Oh, let me tell you something else really cool. Somewhere I've got a picture picture of me here. Uh, there's this lake out there, Lake Crescent. Uh, and it's called Lake Crescent because it's shaped like a crescent. Mm-hmm. The water is crystal clear. Like, perfectly clear. And <clears throat> I went out on a canoe. Uh, or went out in a canoe on the water 
Mm-hmm. And like you look down and it's just it's like you're levitating because the, when the when you sit still and water still and you're not making any ripples, it just looks like you're fifty feet up in the air because you can see all the way to the bottom of the lake. That's fucking ridiculous. So I went while I was out there. I went on the on the the dock and I was fishing, and I cast a reel and there was like a tree at the bottom of the lake, so like probably thirty feet down, and I got the hook caught on the tree. So instead of cutting the line, I, I was like, fuck it, I'll go down, I'll swim down there and unhook it. So I put on some goggles, and there's a photo of me, like you can see me, plain as day. I swam down there with some goggles, and I unhooked, unhooked the hook from the tree. Mm-hmm. And Ashley took a picture of me at the bottom, and it's just like, way down there. You can see me crystal clear. That's take, wild, that dude. Yo, either way, I would not fuck with that at all. Number one. Because I don't know how to swim in two, I just don't fuck with open water in the ocean and shit like that. Like, it, not even a lake would you catch me on in a fucking canoe. Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy. It was just the thing. I, it, that, the thing yeah, I thought it, was so crazy was how just how clear the water was. And the thing that, yeah, no, for sure. And that would make you think, like, it'll make a person like myself feel a little bit safer about the situation because I can see... And that is my my fear of the ocean is like my misunderstanding and not knowing what's happening around me. It's not my environment. And you would think seeing it'll make it better, but honestly, the way you just described that, like I wouldn't even give a fuck if I could see everything. I still would have, like I'd probably be even more scared. Like, cause that's that's ridiculous. Dude, it was wild. Like you could see the fish swimming from. You could like go under with goggles and like way off in the distance, see like fish swimming around. It's like, wow. But it's like something I would love to experience, though. Like, it's, it's fire. It's like you, you know, like, damn. But, like, fucking, whoa. First, I got to learn how to swim, and I need to, like, figure out a different system of bravery. <laughs> speaking, of, just speaking of, like, cool things like that, like, something, something that has been kind of a hallmark of recent relationships that I've had is every one of them, there's, there seems to be something cool we've done. Like something that was, you know, a level further than... Something. In every one of my mo- most recent relationships, I've done something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. And like when I, with, with Jamie, when, when we moved into here, we, we worked together, we built a fence, we built furniture, we refinished furniture together. Like... We yeah. made things, like actually created created things mm-hmm. together. And I've never been in a relationship with someone where we worked together on something like that. Yeah. So that was really neat. And the most recent relationship, I went skydiving for the first time. And been twice now. It's the most thrilling, invigorating feeling I have ever experienced. And I'll be going again and again and again. Next time I get to jump all, all by myself, I don't have to be attached to anyone. But that feeling when when that door opens up and you sit down on the side of the the side of the plane and you just drop, it's like <gasps> that's crazy. You oh, see, it's so wild. And the thing about it is, is like I'm just I, I would probably do that before I would fuck around and go out on a boat in the ocean. Like, <laughs> and I know that's so wild to say, but like, yeah, I I'm way more interested in doing that. Yeah, jumping yeah. out of a plane, man. That feeling is such a fucking rush. Like. It's like it feels like you're swimming through air because that's how fast the air is coming at you. It feels liquid. You can like, you feel it. You can like feel yeah. like you're you're swimming through it, mm. and you're just falling, 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 just super damn fast. And the ground's just getting closer, 
And then all of a sudden the parachute pops and everything is just calm and serene and quiet. And you can steer wherever you want to go and just, you're, you're literally just floating. Yeah, and then the landing, the landing, that's the part that I was worried about before I did it the first time. Mm-hmm. The landing is just silk. You, you basically just steer yourself in, into the spot where you want to, where you want to land and you circle your way down, circle your way down. And then when you come in for the landing, you just slide into it. Slide into it on your butt. That's wild, That's bro. You're done. <laughs> you made okay. You're done, and you, bro. You just jumped out of a fucking plane. Oh yeah, and then the, feel, and then like the feeling you have, the feeling you have afterwards is just like yeah. <laughs> like it that, makes the entire wild. rest of the day awesome. Like you, th- you keep yeah. thinking about it. You're like yeah. <laughs> I bet, dude. And it must slow down the rest of the day, too. Like, everything else just has to seem so much more calmer than that experience. And still. Wow, dude. Hmm. Fucking skydiving. I've not done any adventurous shit like that, really. Hmm. It's just something... That's something I think is extremely important. Like when you're when you're going to be in a in a in a relationship, a serious relationship, always push the boundaries. Like always keep doing interesting shit. Keep the interest level up. That's do fucking. That's great advice for sure. Definitely. Because I mean, you're not you're never gonna run out of stuff to do. Like, go to Italy. <laughs> if that was cool, do it. Pick another, pick another uh, country. Mm-hmm. Go places, do yeah, things. Yeah, because if you don't keep that up, then it's like you, every like other part, like other pockets, start to just start to crease and fall down. Well, you find yourself, in, you end up finding yourself in a in a routine rut. Yeah. And at that point, the excitement's gone. The uh-huh. future looks bleak. The future looks bleak, <laughs> for sure. Damn, dude. Says the man who doesn't worry about the future. Well, that's the thing. I don't. I, I don't worry about the future, but I don't want it to look bleak. Yeah, but if it's looking bleak, you're getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> that's great, man. Is it bad that I want a Long Island right now? Yeah, let's go to. Go no. to DBs. Oh shit. Yeah, I always forget about that fucking place, dude. I've been looking at the time dwindling. I'm like, damn, man, that would be nice after the after the podcast when like fucking headquarters is closing. I'm like, damn. Yeah, we go to DBs. That that's what DBs is for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I was thinking about this, like you, you, you covered a lot here. Of course, there's more I, I need to know, like getting to know you, but I can't even think about any more immediate shit at the moment. You kill anybody while you're in the army? Nope. Nope. Unfortunately, I never had to do that. You, what, what did you do in the army? I was a satellite, satellite technician. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you weren't, you weren't doing like... Satellite communication. Super so. hot shit like that, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good for sure. Then my next question was going to be some very dark ones behind your your mental capacity behind that. <laughs> like, 
because I know that there's like there's so much uh, yeah PTSD that comes from that comes from soldiers and what you guys do. No, I never. Fortunately, fortunately, didn't never had any experiences that that scarred me like that. That's that's very fucking good, man. That's very good. I would like to I would like to like interview a vet or something like that who's experienced a lot. There's actually a really interesting person that goes to Bradshaw's that you'd probably enjoy talking to. Hmm. His name's Jack. He's an older guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of stories. He hmm. was shot twice when he was, uh, I think he said he was 18, 18 or 19. Damn. He's, he, was in Viet, he was in the Vietnam War. Hmm. I talked to him for a good while, a couple weeks ago. There's a lot of detail in his stories, so it's hmm. he paints the picture for you. That's that's great! Wow, really like really gets you in there. And another thing, he he enjoys. I, I could I I would be willing to say he enjoys people asking him about it because he likes he likes he likes talking about it. He mm. seemed he seemed to really enjoy that I asked as many questions and showed as much interest as I did. That's good because that shows that he probably doesn't have. Uh, he probably still has some, but not a lot of trauma behind it. Still, he's accepted. He was accepted that that experience in his past enough to be that that willing to talk about it so easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Communication and connection with the people is a hell of a fucking thing. Because definitely that comes from himself. Like he, yeah, it just kind of and it is that we we touched on this here and there too. Like it, it just all starts with the person taking the time to actually try to feel out a new connection mm-hmm. is ex- it can be it can be so so rewarding to just I'll tell you how it happened how I actually ended up talking to Jack mm-hmm. he was sitting there and he had a Vietnam hat on and uh, he got the waitress's attention for a drink and I said can you please put that on my tab and he's like oh and I can I can pay for it I was like please sir let me buy let me buy you a drink I can tell you're a veteran, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'd appreciate it. He goes, oh, okay, thank you. Then that's just kicked off the conversation. It's so, it's, yeah, it's so interesting that you say that, because, like, do you know do you know an older dude there named Tag? Probably, but I don't know that name. So I met I met this guy the other night, and it's like, I'm a real fucking hard ass about not giving a fuck about politics at all and or like being a voter and not really giving a fuck what what anybody says about it or their perspective on it at all this person was the first person that ever gave me his perspective on why it is it would be important and i actually had an understanding of why it is like okay cool maybe voting is like all right whatever and not not even so much yeah definitely like it like voting and specifically actually doing the action he made me understand why in my my standpoint in my position it would make sense and it started from the smallest of fucking thing like like you just said like he introduced himself to me because he was observing me for a little while and he noticed how respectful i was and the fact that i kept like anytime i saw like like a woman that needed or somebody that needed a light for their cigarette lighter out of my pocket thoughtless just thoughtless like here like boom lit it for them but not even not even with the expectation to continue talking to this woman or not or having any anything wanting more to do with her just like you need to be a light be of service yeah yeah you need a light here you go boom done 
and he noticed that and he brought that up. He's like, that's that's why it is. Like I, I noticed that. I'm like, hey, like what you know, what's your name, whatever. But it's just like little shit like that, little shit like that. And then you get like we were talking about earlier. You just get into a fucking conversation with a completely different person or background from you, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's really good to know a lot of people. And I, don't, and I don't say that in a sense of, like, collecting people. I mean, mm-hmm. knowing a lot of people. Because if... I didn't use the thing so, and it really is important. It if, is. If you, know, if you know a lot of people, when you, find yourself in a, when you find yourself in an unknown circumstance, there's a very good chance you know someone that has been through it and can give you some guidance. Exactly. From that standpoint, like, from a, a knowledge standpoint, that's why it's really good. But I didn't. I didn't use it because I wasn't thinking about it from that from that lane for a long time. So, me, my cutoff from not having a lot of people in my life or my circle being large is just because like I just really didn't care. Like I, I would keep a small circle just because I, I found a couple of real people who are good friends to me and they support me. And I'm like I don't really need more than this. So I would cut myself off from even wanting to meet more people or get to know them. But, like, that is, like, the most profound part about it. Like, you miss out on so much knowledge and perspective from not doing that. So, like, yeah, knowing a lot of people is actually important. Not even based on the connections that you meet through them or whatever the fuck, like, you you think that, like, their value is in their background. Like, just talking to people. Mm. It's fire. Even with fucking with Bowie last night, I I'm just like, you know who this kid? Like, who's this kid behind us? Ends up teaching me shit that I'm fucking very much gonna apply to like my podcast. That's gonna hire the audio quality of it because that's what he does. Yeah. And he's like, boom, you can do these three things right here, super simple, and then watch what it does. And I'm like, all right, cool. And that's like, this is fucking this is what i love about the past few months about my life i've been like overdoing going out just a little bit and i know that but this is what the one thing that i in the back of my mind that keeps me going is that i've recognized that on a majority of the nights that i go out if i'm just present enough there's one moment in that night that i notice is the reason why it is i needed to be out in public and and out in the world mm-hmm. and I'm like this is this is that moment tonight which is why it is I'm glad I pushed myself past being tired or whatever the fuck and not wanting to drink more blah 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 I'm glad this happened because this is why I needed to be here mm-hmm. that shit's fire and I'm loving that and it just and last night for me it was the buoy conversation the other one before that was the one with tag with the with the voting thing just little things like that that I'm just like okay this was this was it for me for the night the moment that made the whole thing yeah worth it yeah for sure sure and then meanwhile we got we got these other assholes who are just going out to get pussy like fuck you yeah <laughs> it came full circle too yeah it's like, like yeah dude like what are you doing like, seriously man? why why i mean that's if that's if that's all you're after is like that that seems so unfulfilling yeah because like how much like how how many women are you gonna fuck and how 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 many different lanes of good sex can you have before it's enough? Like what do you well come on guy? Yeah. Like what? What about the conversation? See that, that I think okay hold on, uh, you know how I said that knowing knowing a lot of people, 
and and I and I made sure to point out that I don't mean collecting people. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a, there's two different kinds of two different kinds of approaches there. There's the people who want to actually know a lot of people, and there's that people those people who just are trying to increase their body count. They are actually just collecting people. Yo, yeah, for sure. They're not getting. They're not. They're not taking the time to actually improve themselves. Or increase their self worth, or increase their just general worth. All they're doing is raising their body count. Kind of even in the case of like business people who go out just to network, they don't mm-hmm. give a damn. Some of them don't give a damn about the people they're networking with. They're just trying to they're there for the network. collect someone. Yeah, damn! I never thought about it like that. Yeah, seriously. Fuck. I and I have so many times where like I'll say that I like I hate people <laughs> because like sometimes it's very easy to just hate people because genuinely people are just fucking idiots sometimes. <laughs> but I just love people too so much, man. That that side is is it weighs way more. Like I'm I'm on that side. Like I just love at this point I love people a lot. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I think it it comes part too like through, like, the shit that I went through in my last relationship, like, I've been so much more openly loving towards the mass of people versus, and this, this is the, this is one thing that, on the conversation of learning things from those situations, this is one thing that I learned, like, about myself through that, like, I would throw myself in relationship after relationship thinking that, like, all the love that I have in, in me needs to be just given, I guess, or to one person, but then I recognize after this last one, like, that's always, it's been a mistake. Like, I have so much, it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, why have I always just dumbed myself down to think that, like, it needs to be in a romantic relationship to where I, re- I give this amount, this amount of love that I have, that I know I have in me, like, just for everybody. Like, it's why not? really wild that you say that, because my most recent relationship that ended, something that got thrown at me a lot was, you you don't really care about me. You don't really want to spend any time with me. You'll do anything for anybody else. You're always out, you know, somebody needs something. You're, you're just there. You've got, you've got it. Mm-hmm. You're there for them. Why don't you, why can't you just show me all of that attention? And it's like, you are really missing the boat here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. quick to be there for all of these people, but I know for a fact that if I'm in need, Maybe not all of them will, but a lot of them will be happy to happy to be there for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like I, sorry, you feel like I I give your the, the attention you deserve to other people often, but I care about the people around me, and I I I strive to be a contributing member to 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 the community around me, the, the people around me. Yeah, man, and that's that's like, that's the next level for me with that is like I've I've learned that my my love is for everyone, <clears throat> and that's one of that's one of the two things that I've been focusing on to grow this year, is like one of them is selflessness because I've never. I I have had habits of being a selfish person, not on purpose because like I choose to be, but I don't put myself in situations often to where I'm offering my help to people. 
Like, not that, like, I'm turning it down if anybody does ask for my help. Of course, I got you. I'll help you out. But never what you're doing so much, putting myself in situations where whether or not it's even asked of me, like, I'm offering my help. So that's, like, that's something I've been working on for sure. Definitely. And it's also behind the thought process of that because of where I'm at in life and what, what I have going on, I actually don't have a lot to give to anybody, like, to help with other than my voice and my mindset and my opinions on things. That's the way that I help people, I think, the most. But other than that, like, I'm, I don't have actually much to give anybody. Well, sometimes something, some, the, the, the missing puzzle piece that solves somebody's problem or, or helps is nothing more than just a concept. Well, a well-communicated concept. Yeah. That's true. That's true, yeah. That's, that's about all I have to give at this point, yeah. Well, but I mean, I'm I saying that if, if, it, if it's the missing piece, that's, that's, that's it's, a gift, it's a gift more valuable than gold. Mm. <clears throat> Having physical things is very, very unimportant. Yeah, for sure. But being in a position where you can give physical things like to people who need it or would appreciate it, that's like, that's the other thing. That's like, that's what I mean. Like I like material wise or like physical things can't give anything to anybody. But my voice, yeah, I got you. I have my thought processes. I'm I'm someone who has little little interest in material things. I mean, it's, same here, same here. And I I don't I don't sure. I mean, I could probably post that computer up on on Facebook Marketplace and sell it for a few hundred bucks. I, I don't care. Material don't things care. and I, or I, money. Like, I don't think about them the same way that other people like hold the same value on it. I am of, <coughs> I'm of the opinion that the, the things come and go. And if, if, I can, if I can be helpful to someone else, that's what I want. It's a great fucking, it's just a, a great way to fucking live and be. Really, I haven't, like, I haven't had many times in my life where I've, like, had any kind of example to where I'm like, all right, this person has qualities that I want to strive to, like, attain. Like, you're one of few people, I honestly tell you, that, like, I've come across, and I'm like, damn, like, I've never, I've, I haven't come across a point where I've, I've met a standing like a point in myself I'm like damn I want this for myself because I recognize it but you're helping me recognize the things that I'm not giving attention to because I'm like okay I need to strive to be that way because it's it's on the path that I'm on already but I'm just not there yet like in certain like tweaks in my mind and in my soul I'm just not quite there yet thanks that's a really high compliment yeah dude I know that, and that's why it's like, I'm, I'm so glad that we met, man. Yes. Like you said earlier, just about who you surround yourself with. Hmm. Yeah, well, we can definitely close it on that. That, that was pretty good. We definitely got our three hours in. No, three hours and one minute. I'm fucking good. <laughs> I'm fucking it's good. on the money. <laughs> Well, love you guys. It was a great fucking episode. Goodbye to the people, Jeff. Oh, bye everyone. <laughs>
Do you, do you have anything ongoing right now that you want to promote with All You Want to Grow? Not, not that I'm ready to share. Not, not, yeah, I know. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. Bye.